Welcome to Gratitude, the grad school guide for student physical therapists. I'm Gabby. And I'm Sarah. And we are two physical therapy students on our journey to get that DPT debt free. And our vision for you is to get through PT school on your first try without any debt. Join us as we navigate through the insanity of physical therapy school together. Looking for a gift for a friend, classmate, professor, co-host of a podcast, or really anyone? Physio Memes got your back with apparel, drinkware, and home decor. And if you go to physiomemes.com, you can get a 20% off coupon with the code gratitude, spelled G-R-A-D-I-T-U-D-E-2020. And don't forget to check out his social media for a good study break laugh. As always, make life humorous. Welcome to another episode of Gratitude, everyone. And for today, we are so excited about our guests today. And you may know them as Duck Likes Podcast, but the guys are here today and we are so excited to chat with you all more. So thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. Yeah, I'm, I'm just so inspired by everything that y'all have done already as PT students. Right, Sarah and Gabby? Look, we're, we're inspired by you too. This goes back and forth. I'm bad at taking compliments. Thank you. <laughs> and we are also inspired by you guys. Um, and actually, I don't know if you realize this, but before I ever reached out to Gabby, I don't think I even told Gabby this. I don't know. Um, but I was listening to your guys' podcast and I was like, damn, this is really good. We could totally expand on this. And I was really inspired by it. So thank you guys You've for been starting. A, a bad influence. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's great. Um, but do you guys want to go through and just like briefly introduce yourselves individually first, just like say who you are, and then we can get into like the origins of how you guys all met. Yeah, I'll go ahead before the, the thunder crashes down to me. I'm Jarrett, a uh, physical therapist. I uh, went to school, went to PT school in Austin. Um, from there, I became a CrossFit coach as well uh, during PT school, practicing for coming up on two years now, graduated in August 2018 from a hybrid hybrid program here, which is relevant all of a sudden with hybrid programs. How cool is that? And yeah, working with a uh, venture capital startup, physical therapy company right now. And it's wild, wild times right now for me. Uh, my name is Tyler. Uh, I am pretty much the exact same story as Jared. Just insert me, Austin, Texas, same program as Jared, practicing for almost two years. The first day of PT school, we were, I was looking over all of the, I said, who am I going to be going to PT school with? What are these chums? And I saw Jared's bio and it said, I like to pick up heavy things and place them down gently. And I said, I like this guy. And I <laughs> went up to him day one and I recited that. I said, I heard you like to pick up heavy things and put them down gently. And he said, I do. And I said, as do I, sir. Yeah, we were both at the urinal when we said that to That's each other. Right. That's right. No, That's I was right. in the toilet and you were yeah. in the urinal. And I knocked on the door and I said, hey, are you done in there? <laughs> you know, Jared and I started the podcast together and then as time evolved, I realized that Jared just had a much sexier voice than myself. So I started being more quiet during the podcast and letting Jared's voice just flourish through. Yeah, I'll reiterate that, what Tyler says. We pretty much let Jared do all the talking because he's the one with the buttery smooth voice. 
but my name is Trace. Uh, I'm a physical therapist. I practice at the VA for the last two years. I got a job there right out of school. Um, I went to school at Governor State up near Chicago. So I met Jared and Tyler virtually. I'm also a part-time bartender. So I have another podcast, Whiskey Docs, that I do, you know, me and a guy from PT school that we live together. And after, you know, we graduated, we figured instead of drinking alone, we drink together and record it. So that's pretty much what we do there. But been doing duck legs for about three years now, actually, which is kind of weird. Oh my gosh. 2017 so is when weird. you guys started? They started before. That's just since I've been on. I think you guys were on for a year or two before me, weren't you? You're almost coming up on five yeah. years. Well, that's so weird that we've been interviewing people for that long. Damn. Okay, let's get into it. How did you guys meet? I know Tyler and Jared, you guys kind of talked about it, but how did the three of you, well, we'll start, how did the two of you come together? Then how did the three of you come together? Yeah, the two of us, like we said, there was the urinal, but besides that, it was, yeah, physical therapy school. Shout out to uh, University of St. Augustine. Um, the flex program is how we met Two, uh, I think we, we viewed each other as, uh, we viewed each other as like, we were the, uh, I'm trying to think, you know, the, what is it? The, the Rudolph, everybody loves, uh, <laughs> no, that's everybody loves Raymond. You know, everybody loves Rudolph, right? That great TV show. <laughs> Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. There's the Isle of Misfit Toys. That's how we viewed each other <laughs> in our program. It's like, hey, we're the, we're the hybrid flex students. We, it was our second, third time trying to apply to get into PT school. Um, we, so we, we were kind of viewed as outcasts because we were, we were in the residential program. And we, we just both carried that chip on our shoulder shoulder probably a lot more than other students in our cohort and I think we bonded a lot over that just being angry <laughs> and being super motivated um again as we met in the urinal but um I think I think that's how we met and then I think we we've we're just scheming during PT school to be like all right how can we connect and make relationship and make some relationships with people that we want to talk to in the field and we both just decided hey a podcast will be a pretty neat way to talk to some some cool people um an easy way it's a very yeah. easy way yeah and then after i think i listened to probably at least a dozen of your guys's episodes and they had a facebook group that i think is still up and running it's just like the duck legs podcast collaboration group and they had they were working with um another co-host dimir for a while and he had stepped away to kind of do his own thing he was into i think he was doing like training was sort of his focus he was trying to kind of create his own brand there so he stepped away and it was just I guess real good timing as he stepped away I kind of messaged them and had a couple guests in mind and was like hey you guys want to interview these people it's like sure you can hop on too and then we started talking more and it just tagged along for the ride basically and now we're here three years later I moved down to Texas actually because of work um, for the VA and it just worked out that I moved 30 minutes from the both of them so it's it's been perfect and something just going to interject into my feelings real quick uh, about Chase moving down here is when he originally moved down here, we're all like, oh man, this is going to be crazy. We're going to be able to launch, do all this stuff. And, and we have been able to grow a lot. But really the, one of the coolest things about Trace moving down here for me, and this is for anyone who does podcasting, is, is like just the times that I've got to hang out with Trace without podcast stuff and just having a friend there. So it was, it was really kind of special having someone move down there and having a business with them, business partner, but also just having someone that is really cool to hang out with. So that was that was a very pleasant surprise. I was like, wait a minute, I like this guy. <laughs> 
Yeah, that worked out real well because moving down, I'm moving from Illinois to Texas, didn't really know anybody. And then it's like, we got planted here and it's like, oh, hey, the guys I podcast with live here. Like we can just go down to Austin for the weekend and hang out with them, see if they know anyone else and then make some more friends here. So. And then one thing leads to another and here you guys are, but that's so cool that you're all together and you can see each other in person. Well, right now that's, <laughs> that's a stretch, but overall you're close enough to each other. So you're able to you know, grow your um, podcast and platform. And that is really great. And I know Sarah and I feel that way when we see each other. And it's only been six times now that we've met in person. I don't know if you guys knew that. That's crazy. That's crazy. Because y'all met online too, right? Yeah. (laughs) I slid into Gabby's DMs. No urinal, obviously. (laughs) I shouldn't say obviously. No urinal. Uh, And so, yeah, that that was our story. But yeah, we hadn't met for five months after we started everything, but it's, it's a process. And I love like hearing your guys' process too. I think it's really cool what you guys have put together over the years. And I think it's cool. Like what were the intentions initially besides connecting? Was there anything else that you just really wanted to learn or yeah. What was your main thought behind it? Uh, I think for me, uh, me being kind of a comedy nerd, I, I was influenced by a lot of comedy podcasts and it was kind of a, a passion project of mine to be like, all right, how do we, I want to be funny. I want to um, kind of tap into that creative outlet. How can we do that? But somehow blend healthcare, blend physical therapy. So that was, that was a driving force to be like, I want to have a laid back chill podcast and, ha- and talk to some really cool people that I can learn from, but also keep it chill and like mention urinal, the word urinal, like five times for no reason, just because and not have people get mad at me. Or if they do get mad at me, that's okay. And they leave bad reviews. And then I have to find out where they live and I go drive in front of their house and, and do stuff. But that's a separate story. Uh, so comedy was was really a motivating factor for me to, to have a creative outlet and to just not be a, a, a dry physical therapy podcast. Because um, there was some out there that's super, that's super great to listen to, but it wasn't, it wasn't like super entertaining, which you know, there's an argument that the physical therapy educational podcast shouldn't be entertaining, but I think they should, um, because why listen if they're not kind of funny? As Tyler, Tyler's trying to get back on, I think he would say the same thing as well. But yeah, just, and also just to learn as much as we can from the guests. Um, Trace can can add on to that as well um, as we continue to, to grow and, and change and try to try to grow as a business as well and not just a, a media or art form. I think he's totally frozen too. Oh, I think he is frozen. <laughs> I think oh, we lost like No. <laughs> <laughs> the virus yeah, got them. <laughs> they're texting. Yeah, they're trying to get back on. So yeah, I, I will control the answers from here on out. <laughs> <laughs> this has turned into okay. <laughs> let's let. Can I share how much I hate those guys? I actually don't like them at all. They're useless. They're not funny. They don't know anything about technology. Or how to podcast, I'm sorry. It's so funny because, yeah, you couldn't keep a straight face very long saying that. (laughs) Well, I think that's really cool. Either way, I love how you guys have grown. And, you know, it's it's not only a podcast anymore. Like you said, it, it was an art form. It still is an art form, but that's not the only intention you have behind it now. And what do you see it becoming in the next couple of years as they hop back on? Yeah, that's, that's, that's the hop back on. 
that's a, that's the an interesting thing is there's a, a couple of different ways that we're thinking about growing, but also there's a lot of unknown and a lot of uncertainty. I know for the because we we started this as students, and then you know leading up to graduation and being a new grad that kind of kicked our ass quite a bit and uh, slowed us down just with just with managing everything, and then and you, and you guys can relate to this too. Um, you know, when, when, when you're, you're a new grad and you're trying to think about, all right, which side hustles should I do? How do I manage the main gig? How much do I want to grow in the main gig? Do I like, is there room for growth here? Like, what are the moves to be made? Um, I think I'm getting some clarity now that I've had like three different main gigs within my first two years, which kind of sounds stressful now that I'm saying that, but yeah, I, I would like to get more into the continuing education space in the mentorship space because I'm, I'm inspired of course by what y'all are doing by what our friends the level up initiative and clinical athlete and of course ice institute of clinical excellence super inspired by what they're doing uh, i think we there's some some stuff we can offer especially regarding like soft skills and communication so i'm excited to, to delve into that space as well so for <laughs> you guys it was so funny you just froze because it was tyler and then trace or like oh damn well <laughs> But we were, you're just asking, what are the intentions uh, for the future of your business? And Jared was commenting on that. So if you guys have any comments as well. Trace, that is like, is Trace frozen? Or is I think he's waiting? frozen again. I think he's a very stoic person for you people listening on audio. I'm That's why we can't tell if he's frozen or just stoic right now. Exactly. There you go. You got it um intentions there there's so many things that can come from it uh number one i think it's important to remember that a lot of times with these side hustles and things like the podcast is it's it's a certain element of an outlet you know so we never want to forget that right you can go in you can meet people and just have fun you get done with the really good podcast and you, and you feel great about it so that's definitely a priority and i think jared really hit on it with that con ed and really trying to give back to the community. Sometimes a lot of those programs out there are great and they're really good. And, and sometimes they're a little, we're, we're trying to make something that can fit for people. Because uh, sometimes something might look good out there, but it doesn't fit for you, whether it be price-wise, time-wise, or different things. And we really want to try to connect with some people with price and offering what we can, our services that, that can really kind of match with those people out there looking that kind of stuff so we're really excited about giving this opportunity back speaking of back trace is back i see him now there he is looking great by the way there is a pretty wicked storm in austin right now so we're, we're dealing with some internet complications hang on sorry, hard sorry. Plug. i just had a hard plug into my modem hard, nice very good did did Jared? Uh, I was off. Did Jared talk a little bit about that comedy and things like that? How important that role was? I did. Yeah. After after like I complimented the crap out of you guys, I did talk about you know the comedy aspect of it. And, and all of us are, are <laughs> we're I think we're all pretty much comedy nerds here. I know comedy stand up improv has definitely been a big influence on me. The Smodcast by Kevin Smith. Um, I don't know if you guys listen to Kevin Smith's Smodcast. Uh, he was he made Clerks. He was a director producer on. On clerks wow you guys are young apparently nobody's shaking their head in agreement awesome cool <laughs> well We're not you, know jay and, you know jay and silent bob probably i'm feeling really young gabby do you right, i God, don't know as this I'm 25. interview's over <laughs> 20, yeah <But> 25. <laughs> you should y'all should know silent bob 
I think we anyway, just live under it. Silent Bob, sure. <laughs> a slippery rock. Ayo. Um, yeah, uh, he was a big influence on me. And it's it's kind of this that, that laid back vibe that we wanted to bring to our little niche audience. Gabby, you're totally talking while you're muted. This is going really said, well. <laughs> no, Trace is trying. I don't know if he was trying to <laughs> unmute. I've kind of lost what's going on in this podcast. I just realized <laughs> I have no idea what we're talking about. So until I catch back up, we'll just go Jay and Silent Bob. I'll be Silent Bob. You guys go ahead. <laughs> all right. I have a question for all of you that you can answer individually that we ask everybody, and I totally should have asked this first, but what got you into physical therapy in the first place? This doesn't have to be your long drawn out story, but a short, a short story. All right. All right. All right. I'll go first. I unmuted it. Trace stays on the mute. Hey, um, okay. My story is really lame. I tore my ACL when I was 16 and I really liked the environment of it. And it's the same story that so many people have. Well, I, uh, I started out, I guess, at a VA. Um, I had the chance to work between like the physical medicine department. So I got to see um, PT, OT, they have kinesiotherapy in the VA, speech path, chiropractic, kind of the whole gamut of anything rehab. Um, and I wanted to go kinesiotherapist actually initially, but after talking to them, they were like, this is only a VA thing and there's not much demand for it. And they're kind of phasing it out already. And this was almost 10 years ago now. So they kind of shuffled me over to the PT department and one of the PTs there kind of took me under her wing and kind of talked me through everything and then I actually did a like two-week mission trip kind of thing where I went over to India and said that I was sort of interested in physical therapy and after working over there and seeing how like just having patient interaction and you know they have a little bit of manual skills over there like still how much impact you can make on people um, that's what kind of shot me into PT after I guess after me failing pharmacy because that's where I initially started and then I got into organic chemistry and was like screw this everything about this sucks um what is another way I can work with people so yeah then it led me down the PT realm and it's yeah been great ever since yeah I was I really wanted to go last for this question because I'm struggling to think about the initial uh the initial draw it's so uh it's so characteristic that you know a lot of us we like sports and we were drawn to working out you know while in high school and then you know, some of your role models, some of your, your, prof your teachers, your professors at the time push you towards the physical therapy route because that's kind of nat their natural answer, right? When you're in high school, at least when I was, of like, oh, you like working out? You should, you know, you should be a personal trainer. You should be a PT. But yeah, I think, I think the one-on-one -on -one time was a, a, a big draw. The amount of time that you could spend with patients that initially drew me to physical therapy as well. And of course, I, did, I was able to shadow a few people. But yeah, it's funny. It's, it, gets, it gets fuzzier and fuzzier now that I'm more removed from being an undergrad student you know, of why I wanted to go through the, all the work to get into PD school. Cause it's super hard. I don't know if, how hard it was for y'all, but it was super hard for me. Um, and yeah, I just remember that time of like that shout out to, you know, pre PT grind, but it, it definitely was a grind to get into PT school for me. And it was one of the hardest experiences of my life. So like, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know if I do it again looking back on it because it was just so hard but I mean it's it's worth it it's worth it now and I'm I'm pumped to be here yeah and look at you guys now oh my god and it's, it's been a struggle right and we'd love to hear and I know students loved to hear like what was first of all the biggest struggle during PT school but also separately what was the funniest part of PT school or funniest moment or something that really sticks out in your head 
I'll go, I'll go first again. The process of getting in and getting through and the boards of PT school is, is incredibly difficult. Um, Jared said he didn't get in the first like three schools. I was like, Oh, for 16, like my backup backups denied me from school. So that was, that was a, a large punch in the gut. And then even really want it bad. Some of those classes are really tough. Uh, Jared and I had kind of a unique experience where we were the initial hybrid class. So that you're sometimes those classes were great. And then not to put too much shade on St. Augustine, but you know, cause we were the, they, I mean, they said we're the Guinea pigs. So a lot of those classes were a little bit more self-taught than I think a lot of programs would like to admit. Um, and that was extremely difficult. And then jumping through the, all the hoops, probably the most difficult thing for me personally was um, the length of it. Jared and I's um, hybrid program was four years long. So it just seemed to just drag on. I told Jared it was like taking a lot of jabs, just constantly jab, jab, jab. And can, can you stay in there? I don't know how other people's experiences, I can't wait to hear from Trace and Jared, but for me, it's just such a test of endurance um, and just being able to stay in there and keep fighting even, oh my gosh, I bombed this test and, and being able to rebound from that. But really the funniest and most memorable stuff I take from PT school was uh, studying with Jared and, and spending time with him. And we would just go on these like hour rants of doing these impressions and voiceovers of different people. <laughs> and just just doing like ad-lib making up our own characters and then letting that carry over to different conversations and creating these completely false characters that we would just randomly go into for 30 minutes and people around us would just like look at us like we were absolutely crazy and you know those, those moments everyone has it where you're just like laughing with you so hard with your friends that you like can't even breathe and you're like I'm not sure if this is healthy but uh th those those are the most memorable memorable fun times for me oh my god we're gonna need an example at some point don't tell us when <laughs> we'll do we'll do yeah I remember it's it's a lot of the nuanced stuff right I'm sure you know, uh, Gabby and Sarah, like you were you guys are, are maybe keeping a notebook of all the uh the weird times in PT school you guys are going through PT school right now during a pandemic. So that alone is, is interesting and unique by itself. And, and you guys are only going to be stronger and better therapists and communicators because of it. Uh, I just remember so many nuanced things like it's from cadaver lab. You remember people getting, getting freaked out when you slice open uh, an obese cadaver and all the adipose tissue just drains out and everybody freaks out and loses their crap. So that, that, for whatever reason, sticks out. Of course, all the bits and characters that Tyler and I have made, some great, some not so great. But that, again, that's, that's just all the, all, the, all the subtle things, all the cultural, culture things that you need to help get you through PT school. That, has been, that's been, that was super helpful and super memorable. Because it's like, yeah, the, that physiology exam in your second quarter of PT school, you're not going to remember that. You, you, you might remember how hard it is and everything, but it's like the the fun time spent in study hall with your friends helping you get through it like that's where that's where the good stuff is right that's where the, the that's the memories that you need um that make everything kind of worthwhile and give it character um but yeah i can't remember an exact moment 
that, actually there might be one moment there might be one moment uh involving tyler where we had a uh, one of our professors he was dangling with something uh there was like a, a piece of heavy equipment that was like falling i think in a classroom while he was teaching and he did something to like he was trying to catch it and like teach at the same time but tyler was somehow like heckling him while it was going on just like yelling at him like damn he's strong look at him go and uh i'm not gonna say who it is but he, tyler might remember this and it was just one of the i was just cracking up watching our professor get heckled by tyler as he's trying to stop something from falling during a classroom setting yeah i would say the most or like the most difficult part i guess with pt school was kind of being introduced to having mental health issues i guess like nothing too crazy but like prior to pt school like i'm not going to say undergrad was like easy it had its tough times and things but never did i really know anxiety know like the stressors of having to pass an exam because you now have your future picked out so you have to you know pass these exams because if you don't then you're getting kicked out of school and you don't have anything besides debt to show for it so it's like that was definitely eye opening and being around other people that either had it worse or were experiencing it for the first time as well where it's like oh we got to cope with this in some way so learning, you know, whether it was mindfulness or after exams were done, having a party, like however we decided to cope with it. But that was, I think, the most challenging thing for me because there were times where I was, you know, you can't sleep before a big exam. So I just go work out at like 1 a.m. because it's like, well, I have nothing else that I want to do. I'm not going to study right now. So, you know, just finding different ways to cope, I think, was the most eye-opening and challenging for me. And definitely my best times from PT school come from the national conferences, like going to CSM, going to student conclave. Like we would have a group anywhere. I think our second year, we had a group of like 20 of our 30 people that went. And there's just so many things that you can do around like CSM around a cool city. Um, especially when like us, we were leaving Chicago in February where it's cold and crappy to go to like Anaheim or San Antonio or New Orleans. And it's like, there's just so many things, like there's so many memories made at those national conferences. So if, I don't know if you guys have gone to them, but I definitely recommend that to any student, like to break up the monotony of school, like try to, I know they're expensive, but they're definitely as cheap as they're going to be as a student. So it's worth it, I think. Oh yeah. Those conferences, that's actually where Gabby and I first met. Uh, we met in DC at CSM in 2019. So it's so funny. That's like the halfway point between our programs yeah. <laughs> unintentionally, obviously. But yeah, guys, go to the conferences. And as okay. students, you can volunteer and literally get paid to go. It's crazy. But Gabby, go ahead. You're going to say something. <laughs> oh, I was just going to say thank you guys for sharing that because I know students can relate. And Trace, like you said, especially with going into PT school and, you know, experiencing some anxiety or unsurfacing, you know, things that you may have had in undergrad habits that are now to the surface and they are just, I mean, it's just exploded. So thank you for bringing that up. But PT school for at least us thus far, um, now we are going through a pandemic and we are online, but yeah, there's, there's some good times. So just chatting about it is, is really great. And I have a side question too about your guys's flex program for Jared and Tyler. So can you just talk about the layout of that a little bit? Cause we get questions about this all the time. They're like, wait, there's such thing as a flex program. It takes four years. Like, what is this? Can you guys just talk about how it's set up and like with clinicals and everything? Yeah. And it's, it's only 
it's been increasing in popularity since we've been in it and we can only imagine now after COVID, right? It's only going to get more popular. We would expect ours uh, from the university of St. Augustine. Again, we're not talking as uh, as sponsors or ambassadors of the program, uh, just as former students, alumni uh, it's set up for four years. So that can be kind of long, but it is designed for the non-traditional student, an individual that maybe has a family, maybe uh, they want to continue working part-time maybe full-time while in PT school um, or maybe they simply want to go to school in Austin at the University of St. Augustine program but they happen to live out of state where they can't be or they still have some some requirements where they can't uh, you know be in school for an eight-hour class session Monday through Friday so yeah most of the work is online maybe a little bit over over 50 percent uh, you have to be on campus basically every other weekend it turns out for Saturday and Sunday, and it may vary between, um, you know, a day and a half to two full days of lab sessions in person on campus. So the commute can get a little intense for those that have to commute. Um, if you guys know Chanel Yoder, I believe, yeah, um, she is a she's a flex student alum, she's a flex alumni. Didn't go to the to our program, but man, if you guys have the opportunity to talk to her about her commute stories, I'm sure you may have already have. They're wild. They're crazy. So that's on the crazy end of what she had to deal with, missing flights and and dealing with like failing practicals or having to study for a practical and then hop on a flight. That's crazy. We didn't, I don't think we had anything that crazy, but um, even though you get the benefits, uh, Sarah, that, hey, you can work, you can like explore other um, ways to make money and, and kind of prep for your future after PT school. Some of the drawbacks, like Tyler said, is that you may end up to a totally online class and it may feel self-taught and you just have to uh, be rational with yourself and think that, Hey, am I somebody that do I have the self-discipline um, enough to time block and time manage my own schedule? So I won't kind of fall by the wayside with all the content. Sorry, that was a ramble. About no, that my was good. And we did have Chanel on. Oh my God. Her stories guys go back and listen. I don't remember what episode I want to say like 38 or something. It was way in the beginning and just her flights from Indiana, the States to Florida, the state, but yes, that is insane. And I think that it's really cool as an option, like to have flex programs. And we obviously it's becoming more popular now, but how are the clinicals set up for that? And yeah, in those four years, so you're going like every other weekend in person to do lab practicals. Yeah. Uh, you're, you know, think of it like, like it's a con ed weekend, right? Basically it's like, Hey, you're going there for a con ed course. It's a full weekend course. You may have a practical then, um, but most of them aren't. Most of them are just content filled labs, just like a residential student. You're going to go through your anatomy lab, your cadaver lab, your, all your hands-on skills, all that stuff. So yeah, broken up in there, you will have um, the hands-on practical portions um, where you have to, you know, demonstrate your skills on a student while professor watches and all that stuff. Uh, so that's, you know, that's just like any other program for sure. And yeah. then did, oh, sorry. go ahead, Tyler. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think, um, in terms of learning with the hands-on, the clinical stuff, um, I think that the program does a fine job with that, uh, especially once you get into the field and that's all you do if you're going to go to a con ed course is you only have Saturday and Sunday and you kind of get it all in there. So, and I'd be really curious instead of going to like a one or two hour lab, like Tuesdays and Thursdays, and I feel like people have the opportunity 
to kind of slack off during those times maybe where where when we get in there a lot of people these newer programs you kind of learn that when you get in there you better you better be full on because this is your shot and and everyone's all hands on deck everyone's fully focused so the the clinical the like hands-on clinics stuff is really good but the rotations of that was just we just jumped in there just like everybody else there was no difference it was just you got all right coming up in eight weeks you're going to acute care for eight weeks and whatnot so that was no different than any other program yeah, and it's kind of like spread within the program. It's kind of alternating like clinic, then school, clinic, school. It's not like I know some programs like mine, we kind of save a lot of the clinical stuff for the very last year. So I'm literally just in clinic the last 30 weeks, three zero, 30 weeks of PG school, not with COVID-19 happening, but that was how it was supposed to be. So I, I like how you guys had it kind of more alternating. Yeah, and there's there's other programs out there too that everybody does it a little bit differently. Um, talking more about hybrid, you know, the EIM Baylor and South College. They ha- instead of like every other weekend, you you go at like six or eight weeks at a time, right? And it's just an intensive uh, couple weeks, and you just go back out to wherever you live after those eight weeks, and then come back in the future. So yeah, if, if any of your listeners are thinking about that, it's it's definitely you definitely have some options depending on your personality and, and your work habits. That's awesome. And it's so good to, to hear that because especially for students who are like, oh, if they're applying and they are not that familiar with how a flex program would work, I think, I think that that was super insightful. And, and I guess it's another thing to consider because with, now correct me if I'm, if I'm wrong, but going to a flex program, you're not you know, paying as much as a student who is there in person, but I don't know all the details about that, but I would imagine it would be significantly, you know, less for tuition wise. Yeah, it, it depends. I think it can be. Um, Cause I know uh, the EIM programs, the evidence in motion led programs, they're, they're designed to be like two years with a, uh, with the optional residency. I had a shout out to my, my student. I had a former student that went to the Baylor program and she was awesome. And so, yeah, her, she was like done after two years, essentially, and, and free to, to move on after that to residency or, or start working officially. Um, the St. Augustine programs are more expensive. So even though it's it, the trimester compared to a residential trimester is going to be cheaper, but, um, you know, you have to factor in your living costs. You're, you're still going to be paying it over the course of four years. You still have to factor in your commute time and you know um and then of course when you're when you're on internships you're you're not working so that that's kind of the same as well you have to figure out how to make that work financially okay next question that we normally ask people would be for the students who are listening right now what would be your biggest piece of advice for them just one one piece of advice per person i would say for well i guess you guys just are like the students just got done taking the npt right like that it just happened. I would say in your final year, start listening to anything by Kyle Rice going up into the NPTE because that podcast is amazing. I feel like that's not the main reason because I took a lot of practice exams, but I still talk to students that have no idea who he is and it still blows my mind because it's like, what are you guys doing? If you have any idea what a podcast is and you're paying attention to anything social, like his material is fantastic and the majority of it's free. Like you can basically get one to two free practice exams just by listening to his podcast. So 
that's, I always throw that out there to students is take advantage of everything that people are putting out on social. So whether it is Kyle Rice or something else, but there's a lot of material out there for free. So definitely take advantage of that. So is this someone who, where's the student at? I know it makes it hard when we're vague. (laughs) We're vague on purpose. You can place a student wherever you want them to be. My goodness. Place them in the trash can (laughs) (laughs) where they belong. Yeah. So if it's an accepted, you know, a student who just got accepted or if they're in PT school now, doesn't matter what year. Jared, you go. (laughs) I would say one thing that comes to mind, I know as you're leading up to graduation, you're if you're a certain personality type, you might be stressed about like, oh, I want to make sure I get everything in line. I, um, I'm getting nervous because, wait a second, I spent all, all this money that I have student debt and all of these jobs are not paying what I thought I was going to get paid. The While I'm having a rough awakening, this sucks, existential crisis. I would say there's nothing wrong with having the mindset of, hey, I'm going to just buckle down and get a crap ton of reps. Like my first year, First two year is going to be about getting the reps and then I'm going to leverage and, uh, and move on. So yeah. Ooh, you limited me to one piece of advice. So I was about to go off on something else, but I'll hold it at don't be, don't be afraid to just keep your head down and get the reps early on as a new grad. Man. Oh, this is yeah. A lot of pressure now, huh? A lot of pressure now on you. Come up with something good as the last person. The last thing makes me think of that song. Uh, What is that song? The birthday cake to the ground. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, took it. Yeah, Lonely Island. Yes. There you go. When you said put him in the trash. Hey, we're like the Lonely Island of physical therapy, right? That's fair to say. (laughs) Not convincing. Cool. trying to buy you time man i know i'm i'm failing terribly at this because i'm the drop out uh, yeah drop no, out okay here's here's what it sell is. drugs yeah take the information that you've known throw it all away drop out and just start over again just don't go down this path it's too much um let's see uh i'm gonna talk to someone who because when you're when you're first in, you don't really need too much advice except for like don't freak out when you get a bad grade, and then midway through you have that freak out, and then you have another freak out when you. I really like Trace's piece of advice. Kyle Rice basically had to help me pass it in PTE. He has so much content out there. Okay, um, what what am I gonna tell him? I I think what I'm gonna tell him is is please get around people, the students that want to learn more and not just pass the test Uh, that's cool to pass the test but get around people that want to learn and find those social media outlets that that the really smart people like clinical athlete and level up because when you get out into the field you're gonna need that stuff to rely on on continuing to to grow and learn and things like that 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 because it's it's easy to kind of get stagnant and and or be like this is stupid no one gets better but when you're in school really start setting those pipelines for those forward thinking people because they're going to help they're going to help carry you through a lot of those really difficult times um and and they just get your brain juices flowing like when a topic comes up rather than looking for the right answer you, you think and you rationalize and you want to do better than just finding the right answer you want to understand 
good piece of advice. Wow. There you go. (laughs) That was great. (laughs) That was good. I have a side question uh, that I just thought of as you guys are all talking, because like we had said before this, we've never had this many people on a Zoom call for an interview before for the podcast. And you guys have been like in kind of this partnership with the three of you for a while. Um, How has that been? Because, you know, Gabby and I have our own partnership stories and ups and downs and other people do too. Um, Because a lot of students who listen, they've come to us and they're like, we love that you're doing this with a partner and we want to do it with somebody too. How has that been? (laughs) I know I'm asking so many questions here. How has the process been of going through this podcast with each other as partners? Another vague question. You're welcome. Jared's unmuted. He's ready to, let's hear it. I was about to dive in. I thought you guys were frozen. Yeah, this is, I'm excited to hear y'all's answer too. It's, it can be tough for sure. I know, I know on, on our part, like we haven't, we haven't like had a lot of guidance as far as the business side. Uh, I think we're, we're getting to that now finally but yeah it's you know having having a podcast can take can take some time it does take take your toll it takes a toll on you because if you're you're trying to to organize with the hosts and a guest like especially with with three of us you know that that can take some time to make sure everybody's on the same page so like alone like if we were just talking about only about a podcast right that that could be tough by itself as you try to organize that but um to get on the same page of like all right so we have this cool, this cool platform. We have this cool, this meet, this art form. How do we want to leverage it? And getting together as a group and just dis- and discussing business ideas and goals, and and all that nitty gritty stuff. Um, as we are, as we're moving to do right now, that that can be tough too. Because as this is a side hustle, we have to make it so that it doesn't take away from our main gigs, our relationships, our, our mental health. Like Tyler referenced this earlier my goal for this, at least for, as, as a partnership with Tyler and Trace, I want this to be something that, you know, brings us, brings us life, makes us happy. It adds value to our life, whether clinically, you know, emotionally, or just that creative outlet. So like the minute it starts to become like a task or like, Oh, I got to talk legs podcast again. The minute it, it gets to be unfun or not fun, then I, I wouldn't want anybody to suffer to through it. Cause um, you know, my goal is to make this fun and then leverage it as best we can on the business side. Um, and yeah, it, it's, it definitely can be tough. I mean, I'll let Tyler and Trace uh, talk more about that. Facial cue leading to somebody else speaking now. <laughs> I like that you said unfun. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, that's a word, right? Now it is. It's your you're, you're right. Yeah, let's, <laughs> let's hashtag it, let's trademark it. Uh, so I, it kind of like Jared said, it's a mix. Um, of trying to get things organized, but at the same time you get to like utilize someone else, like basically someone else's emotions, I guess. Like whenever we're feeling like, you know, a little stagnant or whatever, like Jared may have had something that pumped him up or like Tyler may have had a good day in clinic and can tell us something to get us going again. So it's definitely, you got to get partnered up with people that are on the same page as you and are going to bring something to kind of either the podcast or the, I don't know, Facebook page or Facebook group or whatever kind of your side hustle is. Um, Cause if you constantly feel like you're the one having to do the work for the partnership, it no longer is a partnership. Like you're just having to carry the load for two people or three people or four people, however many you're trying to get on. And there are going to be like differing opinions at times, but being able to talk through that, like being able to 
be friends with the people that you're working with first and keeping that as the main goal. Like we, like Jared was kind of leading at it's, I would never want to sacrifice a friendship for a podcast. So once it becomes like, it's too much of a hassle, it's, it's not worth kind of losing the friends that you've made through the podcast just to keep it in, you know, monetize. Like we're probably not going to become the next Joe Rogan podcast and switch over to Spotify for a hundred million dollars. So like, you don't know that you don't know that. See, I'm the limiting one here. They always got to talk me up. Like there's a chance you never know. So that's, it's something that, you know, you got to realize where you're at and like, yeah, there's a chance to leverage it, but it is definitely for personal branding, making sure it's fun, making sure it's useful. And you're putting out good content first for the listeners. Like it shouldn't be, you know, us having to come together nightly and grind for three hours to edit something to put out. Like you're not gonna be able to stick to that for a long period of time. Like it, has to be fun basically while you're working with people. And I guess my um, two cents on that is if you're, if you're going to go partnering someone and, or if you already partnered with some, someone, remember that no task is, is too big that you can't overcome and work through. So, you know, Oh, I have to file taxes and figure this out. And like, you, you can overcome this or boy, I feel like so often we interview somebody who's like, for 365 days, I posted on Instagram. I didn't miss a day. I was up at 5 a.m. Shout out to Joe Rinaldi. And uh, <laughs> you're like, what? Are you kidding me? Like you didn't, and you feel like you have to do that. That's what a business partner is, right? They're, they're always perfect. Um, so just remember that just because you might've missed something or whatever doesn't mean you can't overcome. And, and the two of you, three of you can't, keep working together and and who knows tomorrow you might come up with an amazing idea and everything that went in the wash last week could all just be what you know no big deal and and you're moving forward with something new and an even better idea so you never never let one thing get you down all the way making sure we all know our whys too right like as a group as an individual like why what's our why i think we're still i think we're still ironing that out too is where we are as a business as well. I love those. <laughs> no, <they're> like, <laughs> no, we're not in sync tonight. <laughs> but those, those are all great. And we really haven't had anybody to talk about partnerships. And for for all of us, we we are literally all between Sarah and myself and the three of you. You know, it is it is a process. And some some days you're gonna have great ideas. Some days you're um, you just need like a time to step back and think. And I really, uh, I really appreciate you like, you know, being, being truthful because some days it's not easy and, um, you do have to know that going in, especially if it's a partnership where you don't know the person, um, and just really, uh, work through things. But like you guys said, like, you don't want to lose people and the friendship that's most important too. Yeah, Trace, Trace mentioned friends, like, to be honest, I'm not friends with either of these dudes. Like, I just, I just, you know, they hit me up, they wanted to record, we, our calendars sync up. Like, I don't view these dudes as friends. I just want to go on the record and say that. Thank I'm you. just afraid of people from Louisiana, and he won't let me leave. So that's why <laughs> that's I'm still right. here. That's right. <laughs> you, my, you my little gator slave boy. That's right. I'm going to keep you down and abide you where you belong. That was perfect. (laughs) 
Oh my God. We appreciate you guys so much. And like I said before, like you guys were inspiration for us to believe in ourselves because you started your podcast in PT school and I hadn't seen anyone else do that. And I was like, it's possible. So thank you guys for putting yourselves out there. I'm sure you could not have imagined that, you know, we would all be here in 2020. It's May of 2020 in the middle of a pandemic as we are all chatting and putting this out for more PT students to hear. So thank you guys. Yeah, thank you. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. I love. I don't say y'all. Y'all. Welcome to the South. Shoot. Y'all yeah. just come on down sometime. The South is its own beast, for real, for real. Look, one day. One Can day you we'll guys make that clip of Jared doing that Gator Boy, Slave Boy as your intro clip? <laughs> yes, we're doing it now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's so much that's going to be edited out of this. It's going to be ridiculous. No, absolutely nothing's editing. No. <laughs> no. Oh, heck yeah. Oh, my gosh. We'll tell our team, like, hey. Hey, yeah. cut everything out. Hey. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, but where can people find you if they want to chat with you more and they're like, oh my God, I want to talk to these people. Where is the best place for them to chat with you? Yeah, they can they can uh, shoot us an email at ducklegspodcast.gmail.com or hit us up on the Insta DMs at, uh, at the ducklegs. I think, I think those are our most responsive ones right now you can come visit us on the bayou you know whatever whatever floats your boat whatever keeps you safe and healthy trey yo shout out to whiskey docs go listen to some whiskey docs too hit up trace if you want to learn some cool bartending skills yeah that's if you got any interest in whiskey or pt let's we kind of talk about some of it usually by the last part of the episode we don't really know what we're talking about um but it's yeah it's a good time and we also have the facebook page too and if anyone has any questions, like starting a podcast, like I'm sure you guys have people reach out to you about starting a podcast in school. Same thing. Feel free to reach out to us. That's where all this got started was trying to build a community of people like Jared reaching out to Greg Todd or Ben Fung. It's like those people are light years ahead of us. So don't think anyone is too far out of reach or anything. Like One degree or two degrees of separation is my new favorite saying. For real. For real. <laughs> and it's, that it? Sorry, gonna... I was going to say, I was talking and I was so muted. <laughs> I was going to say that's all we got for today. <laughs> Thank you guys for coming on. Thanks for listening to Gratitude, the grad school guide for student physical therapists. If you like our show and want to know more, check out our Instagram and Facebook page linked in the description.